Welcome to track number 11 of Victory in Laodicea. Father, we are so grateful for this opportunity. Guide us by your mighty spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3. What does it say? Verse 15. Revelations chapter 3. Great. To verse 15, what does it say? I know that right. All right. Go ahead, I got. Now, Canada is going to be known for hot works. Now, the problem is that you see, like, the revelation for the victory in Laodicea is that the problem is rather a good thing. You see, I know the verse 16. It says in verse 16, verse 16. So then, because you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. 17. Because thou sayest, I am rich. So he must have been rich. And the increase in goods, he must have had a lot of goods. Do you understand me? Yeah. Now, these are what we've been praying for. God, help me to be rich. Help me to have a lot of goods. Goods like cars. You see? And I have need of nothing. Like, whatever I need, I have it. Whatever. I have it. Whatever. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable. So, good things can be a bad thing. And sometimes the bad things that you think are bad things are, are rather good things. Or they can lead to good things. So don't get, uh, don't be deceived by the good things. That's also the message. Don't be deceived by the safety, by the good things that seem to be here. Do you understand me? Don't be deceived by what seems to be good and wonderful and fantastic. Because sometimes that is rather the reason why things go bad spiritually. Sometimes you've got a good marriage. And that good marriage leads you away from God. Because you've got a good husband. Yeah. Some of the worst wives are those that are married to A1 husbands. Why? Why would Christians, wives, who got the opportunity to marry a good A1? Do you know what is A1? A and 1. A is first, 1, 2 is first. 1, 1 is first in two subjects. So they rather are not good wives. The one who is married to a bad man is an unbeliever. You see, she's prayerful, she's humble, she's following the scriptures that you win him by your behavior and you have to be humble and care for him and do what he says and so on and that will turn him towards your heart. So it's like those who are married to these people, you know, 
husband goes out and he comes back, when you check his pocket, you see there's a lab test for sexually transmitted diseases <laughs> that he has gone to do. You see that? Such wives are more prayerful. <laughs> yes. And the ones who have everything good, they are not so prayerful. And you see that they are, you don't get up, they don't brush their teeth. You know. Yes. A lot of sisters don't brush their teeth on time. And a lot of sisters don't like bathing. Yeah. One day we had a camp. And I, I spoke about bathing with the sisters. When we finished the camp, we, we didn't finish one night. We went to sleep and came back. The next day or two days after, one of the sisters said, No. When we went after the camp, we have been jumping, sweating. Because where I was having the camp, you can sweat. <laughs> jumping, sweating, doing everything. And she said, they were all sleeping in a dormitory-like kind of arrangement. And they said, Bishop, what he said is true. We are all not bathing. After we have all gone to jump and sweat, none of us is bathing. All right? Amazing. But you will never think when you see them, how they look so sweet with their hair. And, and they look clean. Yeah. It should not cross your mind that this one brushed her teeth just before she left the house. But from morning till two o'clock, she has been killing all animals in the house. In the, yeah. Anyway, because thou sayest, I'm rich, increase with goods, I have need of nothing. And thou knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable, poor and blind and naked. So anytime you begin to feel comfortable, you got to be careful. Because that may be the way that God is even leading. Not God, like you are being led towards distraction. The distraction is coming because of the good feeling that you have from the good circumstances and everything is working well. Alright? Now, it goes on, it says, I know thy works. Okay? Now, I counsel thee to buy thee gold, tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. So, at this time, we are learning from God, I'm going to buy gold, I'm going to buy... Gold that is something valuable, something that is eternal, something that is international, something that is small quantity but more greater and more powerful and more, uh, 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 far more, uh, 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 far greater, I should say, than all the great things that people seem to have. One block of gold in my hand, you know. Is worth more than your seven articulators of hay, which is dried grass. Dried grass. And a lot of the things we have are dried grass. Yes, dried grass. And it looks impressive because it's large, but it's just grass. When there's a fire, it will all burn. Then it says, I buy 
white raiment, garments, and we look at the garments, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, your feet shod with the gospel, the belt of truth. Don't run away from the truth. A cloak of zeal. All these things must come and cover us. They are our spiritual dresses. And I showed you Jesus Christ was dressed in a shining raiment. So we are supposed to be dressed in shining raiment. Regina had a vision. And uh, you find this vision in the book, The Torch and the Sword, if you care to read it. At the back somewhere of the book, in the vision, the Lord blessed him and um, gave him a kind of a mantle that he should put on. All right? And the mantle was really glorious, wonderful. Okay? Are you with me? Now, he just gave him um, one word when he was going. He said, when you go back to earth, right, do not um, get rid of this mantle. First Peter 5.5 5 says that we should be clothed with humility. Clothed. Likewise, younger, submit yourselves to the older. Ye, all of you, be subject one to another. You know, being subject one to another is something that happens. Sometimes somebody is the leader and you have to be subject to him. And another time, somebody is the leader and you have to be subject. And it can happen in your lifetime that somebody who you are a leader to becomes your leader. Yes. It can happen. You are the leader, then the next time, the other person is the leader. That's why such a verse would even exist. Like, be subject one to another. Not only be subject to the one who is above. And that is why, sometimes, you can see a man even subject to his wife. His wife will say, okay, eat now. Okay, rest now. Okay, lie down. Now, and he's humble. Sometimes you can be subject to even a nurse. The nurse will say, eat now, drink now, we are bathing now. We are doing this now, we are doing that now. And the person is caring for you. Yeah. So, it depends on the stage of what is going on. But if you are being looked after, and so, okay, now, time to eat. Who are you to tell me what? Do Do you know, you can't tell me when to eat. You know, you can't tell me what, but you see, maybe at that time you should just be submit, submitted. Or even to, in a, a hospital, you go to the hospital and the doctor is looking after you, can be your son. And he says, uh, can you remove your, your clothes, please? And say, wow, this is a small boy. I say, yeah, but we are not looking at her age here. It's subject one to another depending on what is going on. Yes. All right. Now, if I want to operate on you, if you go to your dentist, and your dentist is a very old, mature man. Let's say he's a very experienced at 63 years old. And um, you have another surgeon who is just, I mean, 
29 years old. He's a heart surgeon. And then you have your dentist. And you have a heart problem. Would you want your dentist to do the heart surgery for you? Or the 29-year-old boy? Which one would you take? The dentist or the... Yeah. So at that point, you are not looking at age. Isn't it? Alright? Wonderful. Now, so be subject one to another. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself unto the elder, which is true. All of you be subject one to another, which is also true. Eh? And then be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud. So clothing of humility is going to be the clothes of the church here in Laodicea. Okay? Humility must cover you and characterize all that you are doing. Are you a pastor? What's your name? Have you just arrived? You've been here? But I've not seen you here before. You sit in the back? In the middle? Wow. <laughs> Amen. Okay? Younger, submit and be clothed with humility. Now, to be clothed with humility is one of the most difficult things to put on. Do you know that some dresses that are difficult to wear? True or not true? true? I mean, the girls will be able to tell us there must be some things that are difficult to wear. That you actually need assistance to wear. True or not true? true. Like what? Huh? Wedding gown? Corset? It's, what is a corset? It's a type of dress. No, I'm talking about dresses, not uh, whatever. There are some dresses that you need help. Yeah. Evening gowns, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans or skin jeans? What do you call it? Skinny jeans. Okay. Now, humility is very difficult to put on. The reason is because it's not easy to see pride. You know, it's not easy to see pride. So in this vision, Vijayana was given a mantle, and the mantle was glorious. But the Lord said to him, when you go back to earth, don't take it off. Because when you go back, it's very humble. Like, there are things that God has given that are attached to you, that humble you. And you can't take them off. And it, it makes you go down. Do you see? Yeah. Sometimes it is something that is part of your life you cannot easily get rid of. And it causes you to be humble. You know? So, be clothed with humility. Clothed with humility. Let's, let's become humble. Now, I want to just tell you how to be humble. Okay, how to be clothed with humility. Don't write anything. I wrote, I wrote it in the book already. Formula for humility. It's a whole thing. But I want to give you just one thing so I can move on. And I want you to just sort of remember it. Okay? The answer, the question is, the, the point is, be a young person. Yes, be a young person. You see, a young person has removed without knowing or has put on without knowing the cloak of humility. And an old person has removed the cloak. 
Like if I say, it's wonderful, and then, it's like it's only a child who says, it's wonderful, and it was by the Michigan University people. They, 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 they claim a copyright for that thing. You know, when you say, it's wonderful, they say, it's wonderful. So happy, they stand up in a row like that. It's wonderful. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Be a child. Be a child. Anything you see a young person to join. Yes. Anything you see a young person to join it. Don't make yourself aloof. Yes. So as you see me with First Love Church, some people look on and say, Ah! Uh, Bishop, uh, well, you know, when I came to the uh, service, I was quite touched the way you were able to mix with the young people. And, uh, you know, it was uh, invigorating. <laughs> it was invigorating. You know, <laughs> I like the way, you know, there's energy in the church and all that. <laughs> I feel invigorated. <laughs> Look, you got a problem. You got a problem. I tell you. Yes, you got a problem. Be young. Be a young person. Because when you even tell me, uh, it was invigorating, you know, the attitude of the people, and I like the way you are just mixing with them and all that. I think it's uh, not a bad thing. What you are saying is, I am above, and I'm surprised you've come down. So already you, can, you see, there's pride. You don't know there's pride. It's like, what is, what is wrong there? And you see somebody... Dancing, the person is coming. Oh, single, single, praise the Lord. Oh, single. And you'll be standing. Oh, single, single, praise. Straight away, you see, something different. Yes, different. You see, when young people have sex, you know, young people having sex, Young married people having sex. Like young people who are discovering things. You know, and excited. You should, I mean, you should be in the room. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, how, the, I wonder how the angels feel. When they watch us. Yes. Huh? No, because sex is something that is observed closely by... The Lord. You, you, don't, you don't know that? You don't know that? No, it's, sex is something that is under serious surveillance by the Lord and the angels. Shall I show you? Go to First Corinthians chapter 7. And, 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 and not only that, by devils. Yes. It's a very spiritual act. Yes. First Corinthians 7. Concerning things I wrote to you, it's good for a man to touch a woman. Verse 2. Hey, brother. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, a man should have his own wife. Let every woman have her own husband. Verse 3. Let the man render to his wife due benevolence. Sex is called kindness in the Bible. This word benevolence it is in, in, in English, it means kindness. Benevolence. So somebody is benevolent. He's benevolent. He's kind. Yes. Sex is called kindness in the Bible. 
Are you showing kindness? Are you being nice? It's called kindness in the Bible. I didn't write the Bible. If you want to be angry with somebody, be angry with the Bible. Be angry directly with Paul and the people who wrote the things. You get it? Or even with the guy who put it on the screen. You get it? I mean, you can take it out on the guy there. But leave me out of it, okay? Leave me out of it. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. And likewise the wife to the husband. Wow. Wife, kindness. Verse 4. The wife had not the power of her own body. The husband and likewise also the husband had not power of his body but the wife. Wow. Verse 5. Defraud you not. Except it be with consent. So, not having sex is called fraud in the Bible. Okay? I didn't write the Bible, please. Not if you want to be angry with somebody, be angry with the one who wrote it. Or with the screen man who put it up on the screen. Yeah. Defraud ye not one another, except it be with consent. So, you can practice the fraud with consent. <laughs> That you may give yourself to fasting and prayer and come together again. That Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. Now, Satan is one of the top observers when you are having sex. That's how he knows you haven't had sex. He's watching. This verse shows us that Satan is in the room watching when there's no sex. And then he will now step in. Otherwise, he will not know when to step in. Yes. Look at it. Yeah. How will he know? I mean, when he sees you, he'll be like the rest of the past. When, ask him, when was the last time you have sex? And he said, oh, it's, it's personal. So, okay, sorry for asking. <laughs> but Satan doesn't need to ask you. He's watching. He's watching. Stand at the window and look. And he's very angry when couples have sex. Very angry. Because... <sighs> hmm. He wants to give you so many things. Yeah, he wants to give you HIV. He wants to give you girlfriends. He wants to give you boyfriends. He wants to give you diseases. He wants to give you high blood pressure. He wants to give you prostate disease. Everything. They've done it again. 60% of prostate disease come from whatever. Yeah. Pains him, pa. He wants to kill you badly. Yes, he, he has done it again. Wow. wow. Let Satan is watching you. Forty days. As soon as forty days is passed, sir. No. Take them out. Wow. Have you seen how it is when you are full? The other day I went to eat somewhere. Yeah. I remember three, three few days ago. Very nice restaurant. When I entered, everything, there was about five rows of buffet. Yeah. Each row was tantalizing. I wanted to go from row to row, row to row, row to row. So I came. Eat all you can. You think they are fools. They know you cannot eat much. Uh, when I ate small, I was full. And finally, when we were going, I would, we passed by the same place. And I, and I called the people, come and see, because this tantalizing thing. 
because we are full. They do, we, we don't like it again. Because we are full. You can even hate it. This is, I hate you. Yeah, because I'm full. Yeah. But when you are hungry, man, you see that not only the first row, but five rows are calling you. Wow. Anyway, this is just by the way. Back to what are we, what's the preaching topic? What's the, what's the topic? Humility. Yes. Young people are having Oh, the young people. What? Only do what young people do. Never accept to be an old person. I am doing first life church and you say you are mature. And what I'm doing is for the children. You call them children. You are calling yourself proud. That's what it is. You are calling yourself above. You are calling yourself no more a child. Yes. Why is it that when I was preaching at the Kodesh, my preaching ends in 30 minutes? When I preach to these people, it's two and a half hours. Do you think God wants his word to be two and a half hours or 30 minutes? So it means that when he saw certain people, the inspiration to continue, the so-called grown-ups, the inspiration to continue sharing the word ended. And the message was cut off. Listen, whatever young people do, that, I mean, good, good things. Do you see people in their houses when I talk about sex? So we don't, we don't do this. I wish I could tell you. There's a story. I'll tell some people after church. If you, you remind me after, I'll tell you the story after church. Yeah, you see that? I mean, did I tell you about a guy who went to look for small, small girls? Yes. Why do you think they go and look for small, small girls? Because God a headmistress in the house who is always angry. And even when you look at certain people, as they are even wearing their glasses and reading the newspaper, you, you cannot even imagine such a person who is reading graphic. He's reading, I mean, he's reading the newspaper for such a person to behave in a certain way. Wow. True or not true? Sisters, is it true or not true? Yes. How many people are here are married? Raise your hand. Oh, a lot of you are married. You understand the message. Yeah. Stop it! You think I'm one of those small, small girls? You think I'm one of those small girls? Have you heard of the switch of life? Have you heard of the switch of life? No. You've heard of the, the word of life. So many things of life. The book of life. And so There's also something called the switch of life. Yes. You've not heard of it. It's in a room. And it's a big switch like this. Up is on. Down is off. You hold it with two hands. Many sisters. After they are married and they have given birth. They go into the room of life and hold the switch of life and pull it out. Crash off. Life is over. Happiness is over. Sexical happiness is over. Flowing is over. Giggling is over. Chatting is over. 
Happiness is over. Going out is over. Wearing nice dresses is over. Looking nice is over. Looking nice at home is over. Looking nice at home is over. Looking nice to impress people is in still. As long as there's impression. Charlie, you should see some of the sisters at home. You will not recognize Say, ah. You say, sir, is that not T.D. Jakes who is coming? Is it not TDJ? There is no hair. The stomach is very big. It's a different shape. Different clothes. Amazing. If you want to be clothed with humility, do what young people do. Don't ever say, I like the invigorating service. I like the clapping. I find it quite exciting, but a bit noisy, though. You find it noisy? You find it noisy? See the people who clap during the soccer matches and shout and scream and do everything that they do, drinking, foolings. Do you think they are all small, small boys and girls? No. No scratching sounds. No banging sounds. Calling of names. Shouts of joy. No mmm. No ooh. No ah. No ooh ah Even you, you will wish that for a person you love. So, oh, oh, old man Kojo, I wish for you something lively. <laughs> I wish for you some banging noises and some screeching noises. <laughs> oh. True or not true? Everything that young people do, join it. You will be humble without knowing that you are doing something humble. Yeah, yeah. Young people, you re- the people that I re- you rarely feel intimidated to talk to. You talk, don't do this. Don't do it. Stop it. Don't marry this person. That's all. They will not marry. There was a. Uh, can I see? I want to see you about. I don't. There are some things you don't know. There are some things you don't know, Mr. Bishop. Man, I want to explain my point. There are some things you don't know. If you knew, you wouldn't say what you are saying. Can I see you on Thursday, please? 
But the young people, whatever you tell them, do it. When I came to the First Love Church, I had a lot of people from... Uh, the, we have a campus where the hospital is. Because, so we have nursing students, medical students, laboratory students, x-ray students, everything medical school. We have a, a huge thing there. So, I had, so one day I started asking, you, what, what do you do? He said, oh, I'm a nurse. Another one said, I'm a nursing student. A boy, a man. And you see this very bony guy. And he says he's a nurse. So one day I told him, I said, you know something? It doesn't suit you when you say you are a nurse. There's something wrong with it. Become a doctor. All of them obeyed me. They are all in medical schools now. Different medical schools all over. Yes. All over. Somebody would have come and said, you know, Mr. Bishop, man, can I see you after church? You know, nursing is traditionally a female. But today, there are male nurses. They are doing this, this. And I realize you don't understand. That's why you spoke about our profession in that way. This and that and that and so on. That is why. And you see, I could have done this. And Look at the meeting we are having. Your father says, go and do medicine. Just do it. And become a doctor. Which one do you think is better? To become a doctor or a male? If you are not well, do you want a, a bony, hard body man to bath you? Or you want a, a, a nice, soft looking, caring person? Huh? Portable one. Portable. A portable nurse. What else do young people do? They read. They study more. They learn more. Because young people are in school. You, you stop reading. You stop learning. I know everything. Straight away you see that you are a proud person. You don't listen. It's children who say, listen to me. Listen to what I say. My son, hear my words. Children. Just do all that young people do. And don't allow young people to retire you. None of my first love children can say that they are younger than me. No. They don't have more energy than... Only I don't know how to dance. This is my handicap. I, I just don't know how to dance. So I watch them. When I watch them, I become happy. But I don't know how to do it. Yes. So do everything. Each time I hear a, a grown-up saying, Oh, I feel very... I don't know the way, you know, <laughs> you are with these uh, young boys and girls. It's very interesting. <laughs> look at you. Why do they look young to you? Because you feel greater, older, and detached. You are in another world. And you can ask any man, he would prefer a younger, flowing person than an older, aloof, detached, out without feelings, eh? unemotional, unbendable. Rule maker. Yes. And so would God. 
want a flowing bride. Thy husband is thy maker. Amen. Amen. Now, are we ready for? And then also, they don't get tired. Look at how you people have come to Calgary. Four and a half hours from Toronto. Four and a half hours. When we start our joint services in Toronto, Toronto, as you say, when you start our joint service in Toronto, how can you say you can't come from, what are the areas in Toronto? Scarborough and where? Brampton, Tobico, Hamilton. You can't come from Hamilton to Scarborough. Oh, it's far. But you can come to um, Calgary. Four and a half hours. Young people, there's nowhere. Look, when I'm having joint service, my church members in Kumasi, which is 250 kilometers, they, they, my problem is to keep them away. They say it is not far for us to come on Sunday to church on Sunday. It is not far. We are coming. We beg you. We want to be there. Not that I'm calling them all. Because of the dangers of the journeys, I, I don't like it sometimes when they are coming, all these bus rides and all that. So I try to... You see that it's becoming a problem. A young person says, oh, come, we are all going. We are meeting. We are moving here. We are, we are going on outreach. The young people who go on outreach, they will sing you who have made yourself premature aging, premature grandfather, premature grandmother, you can't come for outreach. It's fantastic. It is amazing. Look, there is nothing, when, one of the things that I love about the first love church is that there is nothing to ha- anything you say is possible. Yes. Can we do this? Oh, yes, we can. Never had no, we can't before since I went there. I've never had no. Can we do this? We can, we can. Can we start? We can start tomorrow. Can we start on Friday? We can. Will people come? They will come. <laughs> Always we can. That's a young person. An old person. Well, we have to look at the uh, feasibility studies to see whether this uh, idea and proposal you've brought can be worked out. We've done a pre-feasibility study and we are also at the feasibility studies now. Yes. But when you meet a young person, you say, can we, do? we can, we can. Should we, call? we can call them now. Okay, let's, can we put our music? We can put our music together, but we don't have, a, oh, we'll get one. We can get one just now. That is, everything is possible. Always flowing. Always. Always. And it, it is, you see, you may not call this traditionally humility. When you say somebody's humble, the person looks quiet. Hmm. Person doesn't lift the voice. Yes, please. Yes. The youngness is the humility that oh can we do oh yes we can can we get an, we can get it right now that is humility because that's the behavior of a young Jesus said unless you become like this child humble like this child you cannot enter the child's behavior is actually humility every child a child bathing on the roadside unconscious of who is there is actually humility Nakedness is actually humility. 
That's why the Bible says when a man marries a woman, he has humbled her. So when he's putting her away, he should pay whatever because he has humbled her. When a child is standing in Ghana, we have some parts of the city where they bath on the roadside. The children bath freely. They never thought about anything. It's those who evil has entered their minds. Yes. They are the ones who've got a problem with all that. When you ask somebody, do you, do you, do you have any problem that we can discuss? Um, no, 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 no. No, 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 I don't, I don't have any problem. Is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 everything's okay. Are, are you alright? How is, how is, how is home? How is marriage? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. It's alright. It's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> that's a, that's a proud person. A child, is everything Okay. No, it's not okay at all. It's not okay. This is what's happening. Da, da, da. And he said it and said it and said it. That's a child. Yeah. A grown up, proud. Is there anything? Else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How is my. Oh, it's, 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 it's. By the grace. By the grace. By the grace. By the grace. Wow. Yeah. The child's behavior is that's actually humility. You, you call it youthfulness, but it's actually... Another word for youthfulness is humility. Yeah. Clothed. When you are clothed, everything about you, anytime somebody sees you, he sees... Like my red shirt I'm wearing. When I wave, when I go here, you always see it. When I stand, when I sit, when I stand, when I wait, when I preach, when I pray for one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, you always see the same thing because that's what I'm clothed with. In every posture, in every, if I go to the toilet, the toilet will see that same red shirt. Even the toilet, my humility or my red shirt will show, will show in there. If I came in here with pointed, shiny shoes, pointed, golden shoes, and very shiny suit with whatever and a pump with a staff and so on with somebody carrying my briefcase and I walk in with my entourage and I come in here I said, I'm a man of God and I, I sit down and somebody wipes my chair then I sit on it wow and I come to preach this same message you ask yourself that what is the difference between what I'm doing and that thing what is it so that one is just I mean I'm conscious of uh, what God has done in my life. I'm conscious of the gift of God. I was magnify the gift of God. I magnify my office. That's what I'm doing. But you see, those of us who are standing back, you can see that this is somebody who thinks of himself in a certain way. And that's what we call pride. And the other one who doesn't, oh, we are all, it's nothing. We, let's, let's, we are all the same. Let's, where, we shirt, where's the shirt? Let's wear the shirt and we move on. That's all. So to be clothed, put on the clothing. Do what young people do. The songs that you are hearing either singing, listen to all. Oh, these are young people's people's uh, people's uh, people's uh, songs. 
It's not like for children and people will be, will be happy and things. People will be happy. Listen, when you listen to the song, you will hear God speaking to you because the Bible said, be filled with the Spirit speaking to yourself in songs, in psalms, in hymns. Yes. So these are for young people. When Bishop went to first life, said, these are the songs that he has brought. Wow. When I first came to started to do some music, I called some brethren and I, I gave them some songs. They were so big, they couldn't receive my songs. The songs I brought was, take up your cross, follow me. Then I said, they felt like, I'm, it's past, like, now we are into music. We are into music. It's true. They couldn't, they did not receive it. So that's why I'm saying that even today also, receive the music. Listen to the music, be blessed and enjoy it and flow in it. Sorry. Flow in it. I said, oh, these are false models. I've heard it before. I've heard that before. Just take up your cross. We shall be in the new. It's like it's for when Bishop was in Calvary Road and he was a teenager. And so these are the songs he knows. So, so that is why he likes those songs. And so, but now we are into music. Well, and see, all of them, they have no music today. None of them can produce music. Not knowing that being young is actually being humble. When I say, sit on the floor. All of you come and sit on the floor. The young people, they all sit on the floor. The proud people, they look at you. (laughs) I should sit on the floor. I should sit on the floor. I should sit on the floor. You are joking. Wow. Yes. Are you listening to me? So be humble. And what does it mean to be humble? Be. Or or another way, be young. Yeah, be youthful. It's actually humble. Being humble. I'm giving you a formula. You see, humility is invisible. It's invisible clothing. You heard of the story of the man, the king, who didn't wear clothes or something. What, What is that story? What is it called? The emperor with no clothes. Yes. Do you know the story? The emperor was the emperor's robes. Yeah, go and read it. Uh, yeah. You know. And he, in the end, he was wearing nothing. He was walking, and the people were telling him that he's looking good. And he was flowing. They're looking good. Wow, emperor, you're looking. He went out naked. Went to greet the people. Wow. So you are looking stunning today. I like the way it looks. <laughs> it's invisible clothing. And so when it is not on you, you cannot see. Pastors in your relationship, behave like children. Children will come, they will quarrel, they will fight. Ah, he's taking my, he's taking my, whatever. I said, oh, I said, I'll sit by the door. He said, he'll sit by the door. I said, I'll sit by the door. They quarrel. You get home, the next time you see them playing together. They are playing another game. But a child, you said this 14 years ago, and I want to point out, listen, I, what has been said has been said. What has been said is what? Has been said. And I want to point out to you, 
That is what is in your heart. That is the reason why you said it. It's not that I don't forgive. Also, me, I'm a man of forgiveness. But I want you to know, you see, that that thing that you said, this is the meaning. Now, there are three things that are working for you to say something like that. Number one. Number two. Number three. Hey. Because if you become a first love church, it's just flowing. What is the meaning of first love? I don't need to read the Bible to know what is first love. I my wife is my first love. Yes, my wife is my first, so I can explain it very well based on my experience. It's the love you have when you are mad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Whatever they say, you believe. Yeah, that's first love. I mean, you believe. Whatever the future, I I will go with you. Why do you think my wife followed me into the ministry? It's first love. Somebody who has got a church... With just 24 members. All of them are children. And you say, let us give our life to this. And she's supporting me. First love. You don't think deeply. But when you grow older. And somebody comes and say, Hi baby. I love you baby. He said, you just love. He said, look. I'm not, I'm not a child. Eh? I'm not a child. I've seen one before. This same thing somebody told me. More than 19 people have told me this before. Yes. Is it not true? But when you have first love, oh, you believe, you flow. So let's go here, let's go here. Let's go here, let's go here. Take my wife here, my beloved at that time. Go here, let's go here. Let's go to the garden. We used to go to the gardens to pray. In the ne- middle of the night, not, I mean, with a group. Everybody was against me, but she always supported me. The first love, you always support your, the one, when you, the first love gets finished. Any point that is brought, you see that you don't agree with the point. <laughs> All of you married with the, the discussions and the arguments that I have is because the first love is finished. But when the first love is there, you say, ah, we are going here to die. For, so let's go. Just, I just want to be with you. If I'm with you, I'm okay. 
if I'm with you, there's nothing else I need in the world than your presence. Yeah. There's nothing that I need than your presence. Yeah. Just to be with you. Just to be with you. Huh? Nice boys. A nice boy. I just wanted to be with you. To do what? No, just to be with you. When you are in the room, I'm also in the same room. <laughs> that, that is my victory. That's my victory. Huh? Wow. What do you think? I just... No. <laughs> All right? Are you listening? Yeah. I I just want to be with you. Just be with you. It's it's nice. Night after night. That's first love. You don't think deeply. So young people, they don't think deeply. They just flow. They just do what? Flow. Flow night after night. When I call, when you have first love, your first love church, night after, we say we are having a convention for two weeks. Night after night. And you, you come and so say, it was so nice in church. I just wanted to be with you, Lord. Wow. Is it amazing? It's amazing. Is it fantastic? Is that supernatural? Wow. Yes. Small song, small song. Break for music. The first boyfriend I had. Oh, he won my heart Uh And I gave myself to him Night after night He came into my life A dream come true And that's love is a dream (laughs) I did everything he told me to do You see now, everything I just wanted us to be together. In the room. I would cover him with so many kisses. Whoa. Peter Lover, where is he now? Peter Lover, he would not stay. Peter Lover, he broke my heart. Peter Lover, the love gone bad. So many boys, oh, ooh, they were so nice. And I thought it was love, oh, many relations. 
relationships When I needed someone to hold me so close Looking for love in all the wrong places I didn't know that I was deceived Boys like Peter just would not stay home. I could not understand it Relationships failing oh. And I could not understand it Boys not saying Except the Lord builds the house They never in vain Jesus said without me you can do nothing Love and peace I found in Jesus Greater love is only found in Jesus Jesus lover, the greater love Jesus lover, he healed my heart Jesus lover, the greater love Jesus lover, you're my prince of peace Oh, Jesus lover, the greater love Jesus lover, he healed my heart you hear my broken heart The greater love Oh, Jesus lover You're my prince of peace Oh, Jesus lover Oh, Jesus lover Wow Is it not amazing? Enjoying Ida's music. And be clothed with humility. Are we going to be clothed with humility? Which means what? Young, flowing, bentable, energetic. Ah. Yeah. Nothing is difficult. Nothing is hard. Everything is possible. You'll be known as a first love church. Yes. First love. We are going here. We will go. We are doing it. No problem. It's the best idea. And as time goes by, the number one arguer and contender one husband said if my wife agrees then it will work because she never agrees to anything that I say true and many husbands have that testimony the number one person doesn't agree with many things that I'm saying is my wife that's why many husbands say that 
like the woman who doesn't really like when I saw she will not obey what I'm saying it will become a long it is the wife most can give that to, or like Joseph's husband will not say when you ask them how, how is, how's, how's your marriage oh it's, 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 it's good it's good how, how is everything in the house I mean are you uh, like is there a flow and oh yes by grace Oh, she's a good, she's a good, she's a good woman. She's a good woman. <laughs> she's a good woman. She's a good woman. That's how they talk. But the first lover, how is what? I, ah, they will tell you some details. You will even be embarrassed. Don't, don't say, don't say, don't say, don't say, don't say, don't say, don't say that one, please. Too much information. Right. Now, I want to give you a vision. Build a mega church. And that mega church has in it several things that we must do. Because that is the work that I'm going to give you. And when you join this project, you are going to be the richest, happiest, loving, first loving church. So, I'm, I'm leaving you with the commission to build a mega church. Now, there are about 20 things that you need to have in you. Number one, a burning desire. A burning desire. I want you to have a burning desire for the church to grow. Yes, a burning desire for the church to grow. That is a good vision. Amen. That is a good vision for a pastor. Alright? And that is a good vision for a church. So have a burning vision. Alright? Number two. Bible says in Proverbs 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. So when you have this great vision, a mega church, mega church, mega church, it will keep you on the right path. You will never... Slide down into Laodicean sickness again. Amen. It cannot be possible if you are working on church. You now you see that you are frantic. People will say, "Brother Larry, take your time." Say, "Look, I can't take my time now. My vision is to have a mega church. I can't take my time anymore." I'm here in Canada. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a missionary. I'm on full, on full time ministry. I can't take my time anymore. Why do you think I'm called pastor? Do you think I'm called pastor for nothing? Do you think it's a title? I have a burning desire to build a church. Number two, you must become master lay workers and pastors. Lay workers and pastors. And so, this book must become important again. Lycos. What is a lay person? A lay person has no pay, but he's, he volunteers and he does his work without being paid, but he is working so hard. And when I, you know, Pastor Andy was in uh, London when, we, when I first met, but Pastor Pinana and Pastor Larry, they were in Ghana. They were always, they were always working. But Larry was my chief of staff, and Pinana, I remember. He was, you were in some premier chapel or something. Isn't it? Isn't it a premier chapel, yeah. 
And the, the church that Bishop Eddie is pastoring, he's the founder of that church. He started that church. Yes. The Kadesh. He's actually the starter of the Kadesh. That's the truth. So, lay pastors have always been like high energy, high output, high productivity, high fruitfulness people. This is what I've always known as a lay pastor. But only they got offended when I started preaching about full-time ministry. And then they retreated to hide away from me. Into hiding mouse mood. Yes. But I, I enjoy my lay pastors so much. I'm always with lay pastors. Those who are not afraid of me, I'm with them always. And I pray for them. I pray blessings on them. If I ha- can I give advice, I will give, up, give, give, up, give them advice. Yes. Because there is an anointing for wealth also on my life. Yes, I will give you power to get wealth. Yes. And that, 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 that anointing, those who come near it, benefit from it. And those who run far from it, lose the benefit they would have had from it. So lay people, high output, high productivity, high fruitfulness, high effectivity, high energy. Have you written it? These are the characteristics of the lay people of Canada. High output, high energy, high effectivity, high fruitfulness, high productivity, high output. Psalm 63, they say, my soul followeth hard after thee. Lay people have always known them as people who are following hard after the Lord. Hey. Section uh, number three. Mega church. We are going to build a mega church through a burning desire, number one. Through lay people, number two. Through the art of shepherding. Highly skilled shepherding. Highly skilled shepherding. You see that the shepherd is skilled. Master shepherds. Master shepherds are about to be released. So the book, The Art of Shepherding, becomes very important. And I believe Bishop Eddie was sharing about the art of shepherding. What it means to be a good shepherd. Yes. All of you who came for the camp will be shepherds. It's, th- it's those who didn't come to the camp who will be members. Sheep. Yes. Although shepherds are always sheep still. But all of you who came, you will be shepherds by all means. And pastors. And pastors. Yes. Receive it in the name of Jesus. There is a time when you ought to be teachers. If you don't become a teacher, you've missed the way. You've missed what? The way. And people are waiting for us to speak to them. And I said, don't waste your time on grown-ups. Go for the young people. You see why? The young people, being young means being humble. And the kingdom of God can only be received by humble people. Being a young I tell you, take it as your formula for humility. 
I will behave as a young person behaves. I will be energetic. I will flow. I will be happy. I will laugh. I will clap. I will dance. I will sing. I will go out. I will come in. I will do everything as though I am just now 19 or 21 years old. When you behave like that, you will see that you are a humble person. People will wonder, but why are you skipping in the church? Look. Look. Allow me, please. Allow me. Don't bring your stuffiness on me now. I don't want that. I don't need your stuffiness. Allow me. Art of shepherd, master shepherds, handlers of sheep. Yes. You know, I'll tell you a secret. One of my failures in life was to be, you know, a farmer of goats. It's one of my failures. I started with four. And they, are, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> then I decided to move into cows. It's been more than ten years. Prince, when did we get the cows? Twelve years. I had eight cows and after about 10 years they were 10 you see I had never so one day I went into a a shop to look for diseases of sheep, diseases of cows I now have, I've never read any book diseases of cows, one day I came and saw one of my cows standing there quietly all the others have gone, he he stood quietly why is he quiet? Does he move? He doesn't talk. <laughs> I don't even know why. See, I was I'm not I've not been a serious shepherd. I've not read any books about shepherding. I've not applied the principles. Do you see? That's why for ten years, eight cows, most of them are females, one male. We always had one male. I told you about the polygamy. One male. Today. Eight females. And he was servicing all of them nicely. Do you see? And still, they couldn't multiply. Your sheep will multiply. So whatever bad shepherding techniques we have used, we are going to improve them from now in Jesus' name. So what is the key number one to building a mega church in Canada? Burning desire. Tell your neighbor, brother, what to find his name, brother, so so and so, find his name. Take your time. What do you have to tell them? Number number four. Number four. Mega church. The next key to having a mega church is conventions and camp meetings and joint services. 
we are going to have joint services, which will be called celebration. Amen. Nobody who is young will say that he can't come. It's the wrong time. First love church afternoon service, three o'clock, two o'clock, twelve o'clock, anytime. You know, our church, we don't even have a meeting place. We can know where we are having church in the morning of Sunday because we don't have anywhere to meet. So everybody's on WhatsApp. And we text everybody. So usually we text them on Friday, which we don't know by Friday, Saturday, Saturday night. Sunday morning is the latest. Even an hour to church starts and we can send messages. And they will come. Four. Yeah. yeah. These are young people. You can't say this to old people. What was it? You know something? I need some regularity to my life. And I need to plan. You know something? You know, I go to work every day. I have a lot of issues. Sunday is a day I need for relaxation. I can't be waiting for a text to know whether I'm coming to church in the afternoon or the evening. We need to plan. True or not true? Is that how grown-ups talk? That is how proud people talk. Not that grown-ups. Proud people. You have notice. Give me notice. Tell me when you start. Tell me when you end. Yeah. I'm telling you. Everybody in the church should be on WhatsApp. You must be assemblable, an assemblable church very easily. Everybody, we are all going to Scarborough. Everybody, we are all going to Brampton. Everybody, we are all going to, where is the other place? Toronto. Toronto. Everybody, we are all going, we can go. Don't say we can't go, it's far. You know, I don't have the bars and the time. And this, and if you had said it earlier, and stop all those things. Church growth depends on gatherings, conventions, camp meetings, celebration, joint service. Depends very much on the ability to gather. And if you read Ezekiel 34, it says that, I am against you. You have not gathered my sheep. Gather them. And he says that the Lord said, I myself, I will gather them myself from wherever they are scattered. Find that verse. Yes. Because they were scattered. They became meat. Now the Lord says, I will gather them from wherever they have been. In this same chapter. If you find it. If you don't find it, I find it from myself. Wow. Has he found it? No. That's what? Yes. I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries. The, what do you call Scarborough? It's a borough or what? It's a city. A borough? A borough? A city? An area? I'll gather them from the countries. That is the cities. I'll bring them to their own land and feed them. I'll gather them. Oh. And feed them on the mountains and feed them. Gather them and feed them. That's what I'm doing here. As I've come here, I'm a shepherd. And I've gathered you from all of Canada. I've brought you here and I'm feeding you. That's, that's what a shepherd does. That's the work of a shepherd. To gather the people from everywhere and feed them. Is it amazing? Amen. Amen. Number, how many numbers do you have? 
Four numbers. Number five. Number five. Relationships. Mega church through good relationships. They're going to build a mega church through good relationships. Good relationships. Now we are going to have good relationships amongst our pastors. Amongst our members. Good relationships. Flowing friendship. And our relationship is going to improve by our WhatsApps. Do you understand? And technology. And, f- and fellowships. Nobody should separate himself. And become separate. And be some way. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Nobody should do that. We must give ourselves to fellowshipping. And having good relationships. Don't say, oh, this is Canada. Everybody mind your own business. This is what, what, fend for yourself city. Mind your own business town. Keep to yourself uh, country. Fend for yourself city. No. Relationships. Good relationships. You must get into the lives of everybody. You can't say you are private. There's no privacy. We are all together. Amen. The next one is mega church is going to come about through waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. Gethsemane. Jesus, Bible says Jesus was used to go to the garden of Gethsemane. And when he was being tempted, he went back to the garden of Gethsemane. And that is where he overcame the devil. We must wait upon the Lord. So there might be more times of prayer and waiting on the Lord. And I don't mean fasting. I'm now talking about waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord is different from fasting. Fasting, you see, is different from waiting on the Lord. You can wait on the Lord without fasting. And you can fast without waiting on the Lord. So when I say wait on the Lord, the Bible says they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So we need to be able to renew our strength in the Lord. And renew our strength as we serve Jesus. By waiting on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In His timing He will tell. Where to go, what to do, and what to say. We must wait, we must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well, in His timing He will tell where to go, what to say, and what to say. So waiting on the Lord. Pastors, if you don't wait on the Lord, you have nothing to say. Church is not a lecture. Church is not school. Church is not going to classes to get a teacher to say whatever. It's by the power of the Spirit. Not by might, not by power. Because you can be a pastor, but you don't pray. Most of us lay pastors, we don't pray much. And if your house is small, you get what I'm saying? And the flat is small, where you are staying... There's nowhere to pray. True or not true? True. And it's difficult to pray. 
So you must learn the strategies to overcome the hindrances to prayer. And one of the, one of the strategies is of waiting on the Lord is loud music and preaching. That takes away the silence and the cold weather. Yes. Because once you put on preaching, the weather temperature changes. And the, the environment, which is hot, changes. I've stayed in Europe before. It's not easy. Yes, it's not easy. So, if you don't learn how to wait on the Lord, you know, if you are quiet, the whole place is so quiet and cold. You know, even preaching when it has rained in Africa, when it has rained, the weather is cold. It's, diff- it's different. It's as if there cannot be miracles. <laughs> Whenever we have crusades and it rains, I, I need to rise up in my faith in the midst of the rain. So that it has rained, the place is wet or the people themselves are wet. And I always use the scripture. I say, God is the God of the rainy season and a God of the dry season. And that is how we are able to have miracles. In Lesotho, it rained. And we were there, wet. And God did fantastic miracles. So you must know that God is a God of the cold weather and a God of the hot weather. God is a God of the silent environment. If you come to Ghana and take you to a place like Osu, there is no silence there. It's music, jamming, noise making, activities, cars moving. That's where I grew up. Hey, the busiest spot you can find. Activity throughout. If you like quiet place, you must never stay there. Now, it has become the hot spot. There is always somebody moving around doing something. A nightclub behind us open loud because only one person there, the whole area, you, your house will be vibrating. Yeah. You see, in such, in such a place, when you also put on your music or you put on your preaching and you are also praying, you are just flowing in the environment. But in a place like here where everybody is quiet, do not disturb. When you say, a place like Switzerland, you flush the toilet after 10 o'clock, they can call the police that you are disturbing because the flashing disturbed the whole apartment. Yes. You are having a party, the police will come there. Oh, yes. Before you realize, you are bringing your passport out. Check, 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 check. As a birthday party, you are checking passports. Police have arrived because you are disturbing. Yeah, that's Switzerland for you. Demons. <laughs> Every country you are in, you must know how to overcome. If, if you go to a place like Switzerland and see that your heart, you start to be afraid of nothing. One day I was talking to myself. He said, when he comes to Switzerland, he becomes afraid. Yes, of nothing. One brother, he came from me, a British citizen. And he came to stay where I was staying, in my, in my room. I was staying in a hostel. And so... I came to my room and he didn't know that I was the one. So when I knocked on the door, 
You see, he went to the window. And when he went to the window, he saw a police car outside. And his heart started to beat. He hasn't done anything. He's a visitor. He's a British citizen. He has a British part of it. So when he saw the police car, when he saw the police he had... When he opened the door, he was almost dead. Just afraid. So, every environment you are in, you must know how to be there and how to do spiritual things. If you like, joke with silence and cold. These two things, cold and silence. Have you seen that it's in Canada? Cold and silence. Yes. Coldness and silence. You have to battle these two things. Number seven, Anakazu. You are going to build a mega church through Anakazu. Amen. Anakazu means go out into all the world and compel them. Everybody, every Sunday, you must be bringing somebody to church physically. Ask Bishop Eddie. Bishop Eddie lived in America for one year. How do you think we have the churches that we have? If you are not a bit forceful, eh, you cannot do the church work. When we started the church in America, that time Bishop Joel was selling water in England. So he was not able to come to America to handle the church. (laughs) So I told Bishop Eddie that, look, the way things are going, the church that we are trying to do in America... It will not work. So he should go to America and force for the church to exist. So for one year, he was almost 100% of the time in America. He got a car, Hyundai Sonata. Yes. And he was trying, he know, if you take Bishop Eddie right now to New York, you think he's a cab driver. You think he's a cab driver. He knows every, every bridge, the bridges that there's no tolls, the ones that there are tolls, the ones underground, everywhere. Because New York is made of several bridges, crossings. He knows everywhere. You see, sitting down quietly and saying, why don't we have a church in America? It took somebody traveling by force to force himself to be there. Somebody who doesn't live there. For driving in the snow. He used to go and pick members. He would drive towards New Jersey, Trenton, Trenton, and Trent City or Trenton or whatever, and carry them from Trenton all the way to Manhattan, cross the river, cross the, what is it, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln Tunnel and all that, come under, drop one person, bring four people through blizzards, storms. He will be in the car, covered white. He's in the car, shepherd. He's carrying members from, carrying members from New Jersey. Hey! <laughs> no, you see, when you sit down calmly and phlegmatically and think that it just, the church just comes to us, you know, we are the type of people that churches just gather. Churches just gather. It's like they just, they just come like that. It's not like that. Luke 14, 20 says, go and compel them. Force them to come. Bring them. Help them. Any of you, 
It's Sunday. You just drive, you get in your car, you sit in your car, and you start playing classical music. You say, I'm in Toronto, I'm playing classical music. You are going to church alone. You are lost. I said, You are lost. Instead of picking a host of people, so you can't, I will bring you to church myself. I'll bring you to church. That's how churches work. Oh. Church don't work by sitting down and wishing things. And I tell you, you, you'll be surprised. When the church is bigger, it's very, very it's better for you, the church member. You benefit more. You can't even know. Oh, yes. Today, the, in Ghana, the MDs of most of the top banks, they are all in our church. Top, 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 top. And even above. Oh, yes. I call this one because I just have to call that. I said, come, come and see me. Come. Some of them, when they are appointed MD, they come and see me in the office. I want to inform you that I've now been made the MD of this whole bank in Ghana. Yes. I said, kneel down, kneel down. Let me pray for you. Kneel down. <laughs> Glory and grace are being given to you. When the church becomes big, you you'll be surprised in this same Canada, the same country. You see that as you are here like a refugee or some kind of second or third rate citizen, you see that your whole status will change. Yes. Everything will change about you. Anakazu. Do you know blizzard? When we say blizzard, you have blizzards here. What's chief? Chief. What's chief? Is a place, a blizzard. Right here? Yeah. No, Calgary? Ice storms. Yes. Bishop Eddie, a West African. He was driving through blizzards. I remember one time he called me, he was stuck in there. They are stuck in the car. They cannot go forward, they cannot go back, they cannot turn left, they cannot turn left. They are in with members. And a casoing of members to churches on Sunday through blizzards. A West African, somebody who is used to heat. Go to come to Ghana and see when we sleep, we sweat. We sweat. You say you are feeling good. We are sweating in Ghana. 42 degrees, 40 degrees. When you wake up, you are wet. The last time I woke up and I, I got out of my bed, then I noticed pop, pop, pop. sweat was dropping pop, pop, like raindrops. Pop, pop, pop. 2 a.m. in the night, pop, 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 pop. sweat. Such a person who is used to sweating in the night is now driving through blizzards. Yes, Anakazo. There are members who have been to Lighthouse and they are lost. When we return, every lost member is going to be gathered. You say, say that. I'm now in school. I know you are in school. That's why I've come. Oh, I'm very far. It's not too far. I will show you how to come up and bring in. Is it amazing? 
Tell your neighbor, I'm moving into Anakazo. Yeah, look at this verse. Look for in 23. Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel. This word compel is the Greek word anakazo, the word compel. It means, it's from the word anakazo was translated compel. So anakazo means compel. Compel. In our church, it means compelling people to come to Jesus. Amen. Number eight. Hard leadership. Hard leadership. Strength. We are going to use hard leadership. We are going to take hard decisions. When we take hard decisions, don't try to make the church democratic. Church is not a democracy. If you want to vote, go to parliament. Church is not a parliament. We are not doing things to be convenient for everybody. Some things will not. This camp in Calgary is convenient for those living in Calgary. But it's not convenient for those in Toronto four and a half hours flight away. How many days driving? You drove for three days? You flew. You flew. Some people drove. How many, how many live in Calgary? How many Calgary people are there here? Let me see your hand. Yeah. When we call for a meeting in Toronto, you dare not say you are not coming. 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 Once we have come to Calvary, we have broken every possible excuse or chain or whatever. As we have come here, you can never, never, never say again till you die that anywhere is fine in this Canada. Never. We don't want to hear that word far. Difficult. Whatever. Because we are going to have meetings in Canada. All of us will come together. All of us will come together. All of us will come together. Hallelujah. Hard leadership. Hard. When Peter first joined the church, he was soft. Jesus told him, I don't like your name. You are too soft for a church leader. When you are a church leader, you must be hard. Everybody wants to do what he wants to do. If I was not hard, I cannot have a camp at this time. Yes. Camp meter. Say, come at 4. 5 a.m. Hey. Are we in secondary school? Are we in boarding school? Are we in West Africa, Nigeria's boarding school? Or Ghana boarding school? 5 a.m. So I'm speaking to executives at banks and other top whatever in Canada. And I say, 5 a.m. And I've shown you the time you sleep, which is nine o'clock. That's when you sleep. You wake up again and come. If I'm not hard, I cannot do it. I myself, whilst you are sleeping, I'm having another meeting. I had another meeting that was going on. And I was tired. Today, one of the people saw me and said, You look more relaxed today. And I said, no, no. 
He doesn't know how my heart, I'm doing hard things. Yeah. When I come here 5 a.m., then I go here, I do the meeting, then I come back like that. I no rest for, for the grasshopper. <laughs> jumping, always jumping. Yeah. So, ha, my soul followed. Hard. Nobody, we can't have softies in this church, Canadian church. And you Canadians, you are men of who break ice. You survive blizzards. So a time will come where we have to send people to Canada for pastoral training. You learn pastoral work in Canada. How to pastor people in blizzards. Breaking ice. Survive minus 52 degrees Celsius. Hey! The first time, the coldest place I've been to in the whole world is Canada. Yes. I remember. Pastor Andy's house, we had a camp there. When I came out, I was, I, I was covered from head to toe. Then, my teeth started to feel cold. <laughs> my teeth. It was not my skin or any part of my My teeth were feeling cold. When I breathe, oh, that is it. Hey! So a time will come, we will send people here for pastoral training. When you can survive Canada, then you are a real pastor. My soul followeth. So Jesus told Peter, you know, I don't like your name. Simon. <laughs> you need heart. When he changed his name and he became the rock, he said, uh-huh, now I'm going to use you to build the church. Yeah. I'm going to use you to build the church. Is it amazing? How many points do you have? Only eight. Number nine. Good outward impressions. Yes. Second Corinthians 5 verse 12. That you may have somewhat to answer them with glory in appearance and not in heart. Glory in appearance and not in heart. You know, people are now looking on the outward. Our church, the, the front of the church must change. It must have big screens with lights. And colorful technological presentations. That is uh, what you call it on this. This is an old way. You see that the whole church is bluish with nice projections, whatever. Beautiful. Look, I've been to churches in London. The church is not, the church building maybe was their own, but not any big church. But you see that it's a modern presentation. Yes. So the whole church has a certain presentation. What it looks like, a nice feeling, not a, like a group of hustlers, especially for our joint services. And that's why all of us have to be involved in that work. 
are doing our joint services. That's when you bring your technology, we bring the big screen, whatever, do this to present everything beautiful. When you sit, you see that wow, we are in a fantastic church. When you sit and you look, you say, Man, this I mean is a mega church with good music, proper equipment, and nice something. What is a hustling type of I mean beggars who have gathered themselves together? And you see, everybody has to help. That's where you're, you have to be young. You see, when you are proud, you can't do uh, we, we can't. Uh, we need a technician. We need a technician. We need a technician to do certain things. Uh, we have called on one electrician. He's on his way here. Look at that. When a young person is there, you don't need any electrician. You don't need any technology. They will set up and they will do everything. Yeah, it's when you have proud grown-ups who are too big to roll up their sleeves to do anything. That's when we need electricity. We need. Uh, we have called the uh, director of protocol for the uh, uh, the screen company, which gave us the what do you call it, and uh, they give us appointment for two p.m. And so they'll be here at two p.m. and then we can. Whatever. We have given a contract for whatever. As your neighbor, is it you who is saying all these things to the man? Wow. Number 10. Women. Women's. Mega church. We are going to build the mega church through women. Why? 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 Look, if you were God and you were standing through the ceiling here, watching the people. You like the girls more than the boys. It's true. The girls have more feelings towards the Lord. Isn't it? Yes. Now, wherever there are women, there are children. Where, no, no. Wherever there are women, there are children. Children. Wherever there are women, there are what? Children. And it's the same thing with the church. Wherever there are ch- wherever there are females, there's church growth. Mm. Wherever. Wherever. I went to Yongitu Church. Look, I was preaching. The whole church was full. Then something occurred to me. Count the men. And that church seats 12,000 in the building. Pastor, I struggled to count 20 men. One. I scanned. I struggled to find two zero men. Out of the 12,000 people that were sitting there. Yeah. All the cell leaders are women. A stadium full of women. So women... They have the gift of talking. God bless them with the gift of talking. To talk to the children. Do you understand? Talking, chatting, discussing. Once you direct that gift towards preaching. And towards ministering. Oh, that's it. Women rarely... Girl, child, children rarely get autism. 
Autism, which is when a child becomes like damp, rarely do you have it in a child, in a child, in a, in a girl, because they talk more. If the boy is quiet. Like, look at the pastor. They look so quiet. Look at this pastor. Stand up, stand up, and face the congregation. Don't they look very quiet? Huh? Don't they look very quiet? Yeah. And then these girls over here, uh, stand up, this group here. Turn around, turn around, turn around and see. Turn around and see. Do they look as quiet as these guys? Yeah. Sit down. So church, growth, and women's. Women are going to work. No quarrels from the girls, please. Girls, we really like you. No one has as much lady passes as I have. Lady passes, lady reverence, even type of bishops we have. Oh yes, oh yes. That's why I'm always telling you to bath and brush your teeth and those kind of things. Because, like the way the way I promote you, the way I promote you, the way I promote you. If you don't bath in the house, it, it really becomes some way. Yes, the way I promote you. It's true. One sister, she went to brush her teeth and the husband saw her and said, Have you brushed with this? She said, Yes. Oh, thank God. Thank God. She was surprised because the husband hadn't said it before. Yes. Not knowing that it was more than carbon monoxide. So when you hear the thing they preach, don't take it as a joke. When I'm joking, I'll tell you I'm joking. Yes. But I said, thank God. I would have had, I would have started another knockout today. So sisters, please. Don't disappoint us in the house. These terrible hairstyles that you have in the house. When you come to church and you are being appointed lady pastor, your husband will be looking at you and saying, Look at her. Looking shiny. She has polished her face. She has looking at her. When she was in the house, she looked so strange like Bob Marley or somebody who's looking around. Or you want your husband to go and buy a gas mask. You wear the gas mask to protect. Hmm. Number 11. Buses. Mega church and buses. Mega church and buses. 
we have any church that is big and that works, there's always busing. People being carried here and there. One church we meet you, you look, when we went to Yongicho's church that we gathered in the stadium, I saw buses like cars. Thousands of buses. Because to have a large group, you have to organize. Most people don't have either the money or the means to come. So you have to organize to gather them and help them to come. If you are not prepared to do that, you are not prepared to have a gathering of a certain kind. So maybe not every service, but so the gathering, celebrations, joint services, committee, they have to be organized buses. If you are going to experience church growth and mega church ministry. Amen. Yes. Organized bus. Oh, the bus, the Calgary people are on the bus, they are coming. The Vancouver people are on the bus coming. This Scarborough are on the bus coming. Four buses are coming from Scarborough. One bus is coming from here. Three buses are coming from here. Two buses are coming from here. That's how to build a mega church. That's how to build a mega church. Without that, you are not serious. Are you listening to me? And finally, church growth or mega church and social media. Canada. Do you have your website? Is it powerful? Lighthouse Canada website. You don't have it. Ah, As if you are not IT people here. How many of you are into IT computers and so on? Stand up, stand up, stand up. Yeah. You cannot make a, a website for the Canada Church that is linked to whatever that is that you can join it beautiful. You cannot do what about your Facebook? That's the branches. What about your Twitter? What about your WhatsApp? Is everybody connected in the church? Yes. Can you assemble them within one hour? Yes. Will they come? Do they come? <laughs> no. You, it is not about it is not about the technology existing that you use it practically and it actually practically works. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. Yes. We had it in Accra, but till we put it together and started using it. Members. members. Do you, have you used your technology to know when your members are not there? For the last 10 years that we've been coming here, where are all the people that used to be here? IT people should stand up, please. You say you are into computers. You see, no, I'm telling you, you'll be amazed that people who know things, they don't use it to help the church. True. Architects, engineers, many professionals. They don't know how to turn their gift and knowledge to help the church. And they don't use it. And you see that it takes even a lay person like me 
who doesn't know anything to be guiding such works. Do you think that in this modern era, your church will not be better off? Everybody is holding a phone. Everybody is holding a screen. Everybody is doing something on the phone almost all the time. Having the messages sent. We even, we in Accra, we broadcast the message on WhatsApp. Yeah. We broadcast to all our 6,000 members in First Love Church. We broadcast on WhatsApp. We don't, apart from the podcast, we broadcast on WhatsApp. We send WhatsApp to them and the WhatsApp has the message, which is, it downloads. It's even faster than the podcast. Take bits, videos. Computerized specialists. Me, you know, I don't have even a laptop. I've never owned even a laptop. I've never owned a computer before. I've never had, I don't have a laptop. I've never used a computer before since I was born. Yeah. I tried to send him, Bishop Eddie fixed it in my house for me. I tried, but I said, look, come for your thing. Do you have a laptop? You have a laptop? You have a laptop and I'm telling you what to do. Is your Facebook nice? Is it whatever? Is it changing? Are people on it? Are you using the technology? Are they on Twitter? Are they getting messages from your pastors? Are you sending messages to the members on Twitter? On WhatsApp. Not on Is it fantastic? You are what type of computer, especially? I'm a network analyst. Network analyst. You see, when they even say we don't know what it means, what's a network analyst? It means what? What, what does it mean? Huh? You analyze networks. Yes, I deal with the security part of computing. Like um, protecting the network from attacks, hacking into networks, to make sure I sort of monitor our network to see what is going on, if there's any threat, and how to mitigate it. Wow. Here we are, we don't even have a network in the church. And what do you do? Um... Uh, I'm a program manager. Wow. What does that mean? You manage a collection of large projects as one big program. Wow. Wow. And what else does that mean? <laughs> so, a project starts and ends. So, usually, big organizations roll out their, their vision through projects. So, maybe in a year, they'll say, we'll have these three big programs, and then we roll it out. So, it cuts across technology, legal, you know, 
privacy, security. You are just responsible for just ruling out the whole project for the bank. Ah. Roll out. He's a ruler. And what do you do? Uh, Bishop, I support the people in my office. So um, if they have issues with computers, uh, upgrading the software and uh, buying the new computers for the office. Wow. And you, 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 you do what? I'm a computer programmer. So I write programs for research in the university. So gene sequencing, analysis of large data. Wow. Is it amazing? You have a PhD. You have a PhD. Wow. Oh my God. You have a program to know who comes to church, who doesn't come to church. Is that kind of No. Like on Monday, everybody will have all these people are missing from church on Monday. It shows the photographs of the people who came, those who didn't come. A program that shows and divides whatever to know those who are there, who are not there. The total members, those who have not been visited, those who need to be visited. Huh? 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 Say, say, say it again. It can be written. It can be written? By who? By who can it be written? <laughs> By who can it be written? Huh? Come. Come, stand up. Even singles mingle. We can build. You know, we have these Christian mingle. We can build a lighthouse worldwide singles mingle. International Shepherdoria linkages. So, when are you going to do all these things? When are you going to do all these things? Canadian church. So much can be done, but you see, people don't have the application of this wisdom for the house of the Lord. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's why I said that you are, you are satisfied. Go to Revelation 3, verse 15 and 16. You're satisfied with yourselves. But maybe this is like, this is even why the Canadian church was created. You, maybe God is going to use you. You know? 16. Maybe God is going to, you see, because like you are l- lukewarm. Verse 17. You are like, you say I'm okay. You see that? I'm okay. But maybe this is your role. That's why I said, what, what are you known for? You are not known for anything. But it could have been that the Canadian church is like, they are the suppliers of all these things. Yeah. One day I had a vision. I saw one of our churches. And I saw a kind of a knife on a field. A lot of knives. And the Holy Spirit whispered to me that this church is for this reason. It, it had made them a sharp knife 
many sharpness that will fight in a certain way. Yes. Yes. Canadian church, there is nothing we can say. We can't say you are cold. We can't say you don't exist. We can't say you are wild. You make us hot. You warm us. There's nothing you warm in us. Yes. We are struggling in Accra to do technology, to do what without internet, good internet goes off on, light off, light on. You are here with perfection. It's true. And you ask yourself, what do you do for God? What do you do for God? All your talents. Amazing. So, sit down. Let's build a mega church. Amen. Amen. And let's do great things for the Lord. And I know that God is going to bless us mightily. Mightily. All right. How many are ready to build a mega church? Are you going to be involved in building the mega church? Fantastic. To all the world and preach the gospel until your life is done. Mm-hmm. If you love me, obey the commission. Now, now listen. All the points that are all the points I just shared with you are the chapters of this book. Church growth. It's not. It's nothing new that I'm telling you. It's the same book that you have. Each chapter of this book is what I gave you. Church growth and lay people. Church growth and a burning vision. Church growth and hard work and women. And on and on and on. But you must read if you are interested. Light will come and you shine. You are shining from today. I just sing it. Go into all the world and preach the gospel Until your life is done If you love me, obey the great commission Yeah, Build churches everywhere In every town, every province, every city Yeah Canada shall be saved But tell me how long Is it gonna take For you to obey me I have a feeling That I'm waiting in vain For you to do my will Oh, I'm asking, am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Do you remember what I told you? I told you build a mega church. And I told you have a burning vision. And 
Your vision must be big But all you do Does not lead to church growth Because your mind is on other things So I have been thinking Thinking to myself It seems I'm wasting time on you So I want to change Change your position Replace you And bring in someone else Because I have a feeling That I'm waiting in vain For you to obey me See I have a feeling That I'm waiting in vain For you to do my will I want to know, am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? love? Now why are you so hard? And why are you so difficult? Why don't you want to move and why don't you want to change? You don't want to change. For a long time I've been calling out to you But there's always an excuse A mega church, a mega church But you have excuses More and more excuses Honestly, I don't think that you love me I think your heart is somewhere else Because if you loved me, hey If you loved me, hey You'd obey me, you would work much harder now But I have a feeling that I'm waiting I'm just waiting, I keep waiting For you to obey me See, I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain for you to do my will. God wants to know, is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? 
tell me Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna waiting? He wants to know now Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna waiting? He is waiting for you Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna When will you rise up and reach out? Oh, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna waiting? But he is waiting for you and 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 you Oh, 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 oh Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? Yeah, Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? on a rock and the floods will come down. Build your house on a rock, the winds will blow vehemently, but your house will stand strong. Oh, my words and he keeps them whom shall I liken him to he is like a man who built a house upon a rock hey, upon a solid rock I do not choose to build upon the easy sands of life I will take my time and build up on a rock Build your house on a rock And the rains will come down Build your house on a rock And the floods will come up Build your house on a rock The winds will blow vehemently But your house will stand strong So be patient, my brother He that hastens to be rich Oh, he hath an evil eye Seek ye first the kingdom of God, yeah And his righteousness Labor not to be rich It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich And not your effort Trust in the Lord with all your heart And build your house on a rock And the rains will come down Build your house on a rock And the floods will come up Build your house on a rock The winds will blow vehemently But your house will stand strong Oh, strong, yeah 
There was a certain man, he had two sons. The younger said to him, give me my portion, I want to leave home now. He began to have so much fun with many beautiful girls. But one day there was a crisis. He began to be in want and he had to feed the pigs. No one gave to him, his life was destroyed. What are you gonna do when the rains come down? What are you gonna do when the floods come up? Tell me, what are you gonna do when the wind blows on you? Will your house stand strong? Strong, yeah. Oh, oh. So build your house on a rock and the rains will come down. I tell you, build your house on a rock and the floods will come down. Build your house on a rock and the winds will blow strongly, but your house will stand strong. Pastor, if you can just make sure everybody's here. Because I see a lot of in our course of music where people feel that there's a break. Everybody's here. Then you signal me. I'm just, I'm waiting for that. I think just one or two people need to do that. I don't think a whole team needs to do that. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony. 
testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Oh, how I love thy law, oh Lord. It is my meditation all the day long. Through thy commandments, thou hast made me wise, wiser than my enemies, all my enemies. How sweet are thy words, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Oh. More understanding than all my teachers. For my testimonies and my meditation, I understand more than the ancient because I keep thy precepts. How sweet are thy words, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Oh, 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 oh. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Listen, I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word, oh Lord. I've not departed from thy judgment, for thou hast taught me how sweet are thy words, it is sweeter than honey to my mouth. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Thy word, O oh Lord, is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word, O oh Lord, is a light unto my path. Through that precept, I get understanding. Oh, oh, therefore, I hate every false way. How sweet, oh, are thy words sweeter than honey to my mouth. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Honey, honey, testimony. Honey, honey, 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 I need you. Honey, honey, testim
Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, just morning. Honey, honey, I need you. To live my life again, Lord Jesus, I'd give my heart to you again and serve you all my life. If I had the chance to start my life all over, I would choose you so much earlier. Cause you mean so much to me. I tried so many other things, they all just turned to vanity. No one else makes me feel the way I feel since I found you. There's no one I love like you, Jesus. Can't wait to see your face and say, I love you. Please just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant There's no one I love like you, Jesus Can't wait to see your face and say I love you Please just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant When I think of all the lectures and the speeches that I've ever listened to, they are all so empty. People speak so much with strong opinions, they seem so wise and confident, but their words have no life. There's no one like you, Jesus. Your words are full of life and power. They lead me on. They guide me on. They show me what I have to do. And there's no one I love like you, Jesus. Can't wait to see your face and say, I love you. Please just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant There's no one I love like you, Jesus Can't wait to see your face and say I love you Please just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant Yeah Well done, good and faithful servant There's no one I love 
you, Jesus. Can't wait to see your face and say, I love you. Please just smile and tell me, well done, good and faithful servant. Jesus, can't wait to see your face and say, I love you. Please just smile and tell me, well done, good and faithful servant. There's no one I love like you, Jesus. I can't wait to see your face and say, I love you. Please just smile and tell me, well done, good and faithful servant. There's no one I love. Like you, Jesus, can't wait to see your face and say, I love you. Please just smile and tell me, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Well done, good and faithful servant. Hello? Is it fantastic? Are you enjoying Ida's music?